everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, the NaNoWriMo podcast with a silly name. I'm Wham James, whether I like it or not, and today we're talking to Rihanna Larson, one of our authors. Rihanna, hi! Welcome to hi. the October interviews. Gee, thank you. <laughs> We've been talking to our five authors for about 15 to 20 minutes, talking about preparation and sort of what it is that you're planning on doing when November comes around. So what is the project that you are planning on working on when November comes around? Yeah, so I am writing a fantasy adventure romance sort of novel. Okay, I love it. And it is called... I, I don't have a title yet. I was kind of hoping if I started, then like a title would come out, but it doesn't have one yet. I think that's probably fairly normal from what, I, from what I've gathered. So yeah. Okay. Is there anything you can tell us about it without giving away the farm or anything that you haven't come up with yet? <laughs> I, guess, I guess this sort of leads into a question of what are you doing to prepare for NaNoWriMo? Are you outlining? What is your process? Um, usually my process is to do nothing and then start writing on November 1st. Perfect. Which <laughs> has some flaws. It's not a great plan. So this year I'm putting a lot more effort into actually planning things. Okay. It's going medium, I would say. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes medium can be okay. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because finding the motivation to put all the things that are in my head down somewhere is does not come easily to me <laughs> right so are you are you doing like outlines or like uh, story beats or like what does it look like when you're planning just like notes so this year i'm trying it's something by dan Harmon. Okay. it's called like the story embryo oh interesting okay and it's essentially like a breaking down of the the hero's journey story type sure. of course where it's a circle and it's like there's it's broken up into these different wedges and it kind of helps you to create a story that has a middle, which is always my biggest weakness. Sure. <laughs> sure. I usually have a beginning and an end, and then the middle is uh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'd never heard of it before this year, so this is my first time trying it. But it's already helped a lot because I have a lot more of a clear vision of where I'm going. Okay, cool. So are you reading it and sort of like taking notes? What is the format of the book? Is it just sort of like, here's information, and then you go sort of off to your pad of paper and work with what you've just read? Or like, what is your process of working with this book? It's not a book. It's like a kind of method I found online. Oh, 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 oh. okay. I yeah. see. It was invented by Dan Harmon, who wrote Community. He writes for Rick and Morty, which I never watch, but... <laughs> right. It's just kind of a, a simplification of the hero's journey into like different sections and that makes it easier to plot out without having to write like a thousand page outline. Okay, so how many times have you done Nanoremo in the past? I did it once before okay. in 2016 and I did finish it that year. Okay, that was using your patented, it's the first better start writing <laughs> method? <laughs> yes. Okay, which is the method I also would use were I doing it as well. So no shade whatsoever. That, that's literally <laughs> how, what I would do as well. So yeah, and it was like, I finished it, but like the middle was just a hot mess and a half. So like, okay. that's why this year I'm trying to plan better because I learned from my mistakes where it was like, oh, if I don't plan, then the middle just turns into this like hodgepodge. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So now, now I have a better understanding of that. And what was the name of that that concept? The the embryo of S story embryo. The story embryo. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Let me ask you this. Do you have like a list of characters? I mean, I guess you're making an outline. So you clearly have a, a list of characters. For decades, I've been fascinated with like names and naming. Mm-hmm. So you have everyone named and you know what their deal is and what they're where they're going uh, and all that stuff. <laughs> I know. I know two of their names. Okay. Okay. Maybe three. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I'm having a hard time solidifying a lot mm-hmm. of things. I'm not good with like exposition dumps, especially because it's fantasy. So you have to like invent a world and right. rules and countries and stuff. And ironically, even though I'm writing that story, I'm not particularly good at that. I mean, I think that that makes sense though. If I had to set a story even in like New York City, but I had to make a New York City. And, like, be like, okay, so there's boroughs and a grid structure and, like, there's, this is where the rich people live, this is where the poor people live, all that. Even, like, knowing New York City, if I had to explain that to someone, that would be hard. Like, I I don't think there's anything wrong with being, like, it sucks to have to figure out the exposition. I think that's totally normal. Okay. Are you hoping to sort of have that solidified? Or, like, okay, I want to paint a scenario for you. It's November 3rd. Okay. You've been working on it for a couple of days now. You've, you're, you've been keeping up, but you reach a point where it's like, okay, it's exposition dump time. Is your strategy for that? And if you have no strategy and there's no answer to that, that's, that's, that's totally fine. I feel like there's either a, let me sit back and think about this, or let me just start typing and see what comes out and then we'll cut out the stuff that doesn't make any sense later. My thing is that I know a lot about the world, like in my head. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of details. I've like started planning things out. The problem is putting it down so that I'll remember it, which is (laughs) very questionable. I'm (laughs) I'm one of those people that I'm always like, I won't write this down. I'll remember it. And then, of course, I don't. (laughs) Right. So I'm trying to get stuff down because I think I do have like a solid foundation and I don't want to lose that when I'm like thinking about character arcs and like right. interesting verbs. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Absolutely. But as of right now, when I'm not writing the story, it's hard for me to be like, and now I'm going to write three paragraphs about each of the countries. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> Even I get though that. like I have three paragraphs of information like in my brain and I just right. need to put it down. But then I'm like, right. The internet is so interesting. No, sure. Absolutely. I, I sat in my car outside of the library for about 10 minutes today just looking through the internet, just like <laughs> Facebook. All I had to do was return some books. And I was just like, no, this is this is what where my energy is best used right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay. No, I totally get that. So is the, is the thought... So you feel like you should... Like, if you could magically divert the energy to where it needed to go, you would write down the three paragraphs about each country. Yes. Okay. It'd be my, here's, here's one of the reasons, maybe this will be a segment. It's not a segment. Forget it. Um, (laughs) Why James isn't doing NaNoWriMo. And because one of the reasons is because I'd be like, I'm not going to write anything down. If it becomes important, it'll come up and then I'll just write that part down. Like maybe half of the three paragraphs, half of one of the three paragraphs will come up in some way and then I'll write it down then, which is, seems to me like a bad way to go. Does that make sense? Yeah, a lot of people say that with world building, it's like a lot of it won't get used, like half of yeah. it won't make to make it to the page, but you knowing it makes it seem more like a world because you yeah. have systems and everything planned out. And that's what I'm not particularly good at. Yeah, I saw something, I think Beth, a fellow Scavengers Network person, posted something about like, J.R.R. Tolkien created this entire world with like complex race interactions and deep war history and stuff and used it to write a children's book. Like it's like (laughs) (laughs) having more than you than you're going to use seems like a good call. 
Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. In terms of wrapping up, is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you've been thinking about in terms of preparing for NaNoWriMo in the month of October? I think that something I've been thinking about is a lot of the like pressure for originality. Because like mm. there are a lot of times where I'm like, I don't think this story is very original. And it's not like at its basis. It's about, you know, two people going on an adventure. But like, it's kind of one of those, there are no original ideas left kind of thing. Right. Where right. it's not about the idea, but it's about how you tell it. Right. So that's been something I've been thinking about a lot. Because, you know, as an author, you get into a lot of places where like, oh, this isn't shockingly original. Right, right. And that, you know, that's something I'm learning to be okay with, I think. I can only imagine how much pressure that must add. And it's so funny. I don't want to peek behind the curtain too much, but you're my second interview. And this has come up in both interviews. And I think the really, really cool and fun thing about this project, this like this podcast that we're doing and NaNoWriMo and sort of like my friends writing stuff that maybe is has some standardized beats to it is that it really establishes Rihanna's take on <laughs> this genre which is so exciting to me as like a potential reader because like you have a, an amazing voice and so it almost helps me that i'm like okay the structure of this is going to be something that i'm familiar with but it's rihanna's take on it and that's super <laughs> super exciting to me you know what i mean yeah, that is cool. If it was a more experimental book, I would have to use more effort in like figuring out what this book is doing mm -hmm. as opposed to giving you room to be yourself on the page. And I think that that's really, really exciting. Yeah, that's a that's a cool way of putting it. Absolutely. That makes me feel better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, ho I hope it does because I'm, I'm really... Everyone on this podcast, I'm really, really excited to see what happens. And man, I'm just really, I really can't wait to read to read what you write. All right, Rihanna. Well, I think that is going to pretty much do it. But first, let's do the standard. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh, boy, that's a good question. Where am I these days? <laughs> Where would you like people to be able to find you on the internet? <laughs> An even better question. I think that the best place to find me is on Twitter. My handle is Rayanna Larson, which my name spelling is best plucked from episode descriptions. Uh -huh. <laughs> Most of my projects go through that particular uh venue so that's probably the best place to follow me perfect okay well let me ask you one more question before we go are you excited about NaNoWriMo I am excited okay yeah I'm, I'm very excited okay and good it's, it's nice to whine about it a little but sure at the end of the day I am I'm very excited to get started I feel like that's part of the process <laughs> <laughs> i sure hope so <laughs> well rana thank you so much for sitting down with me and talking with me a little bit from your adorable blanket fort <laughs> um i'm looking forward to, to hearing your conversations in no november and uh i'll talk to you in december all right talk to you later all right bye bye The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.